Hello! You're currently listening to Season 1 of a jaunty discussion of video games and the like, which aired from February 3rd to March 31st of 2017. So if it sounds like we're trying to be topical and we really, really aren't, that's why. We're going to be re-releasing two of these episodes every week in the lead-up to Season 2. May I present Episode 2, A Jaunty Discussion of Character Customization, which aired February 10th, 2017. Try to keep in mind that these episodes are nearly two years old, and the opinions expressed in them are not necessarily still the opinions of the hosts of the show. Thank you. Please enjoy. Jaunty, indeed. Good day, chaps and chapets, and welcome to a jaunty discussion of video games and the like. Unfortunately, my co-host is a bit under the weather, so we have a guest. This evening, he and I shall discuss character customization, how it changed over the years, as well as whether or not character aesthetics have an impact on gameplay. We humbly apologize for the unexpected change of topics, and Alex may be back next week. In the meantime, we hope you enjoy our jaunty discussion as it unfolds. Um... So yeah, this is Jake. Hi. I am here because I locked my keys in my room. You're also here because Alex is too sick to actually talk for 45 minutes. That uh, is true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sick, but I mean... I'm right there with you. Yeah. Uh, I'm like somewhere in between. I mean, I hurt my shoulder at curling class today, so I fell on the ice. All right. See? And already... Jaunty. Yeah. You're a more um, talkative co-host already, and that's wonderful. Uh, (laughs) It's funny, because Alex is in the room, even though he's not talking. (laughs) He's really mad at me. Hey, you listened to the podcast, too. You know you didn't talk that much. Fun fact, I also learned how to recognize my own ums while I'm editing. It's actually really distracting. It's like, that's an um right there. Editing is really fun. Uh, 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 just... <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. That, that was the joke. Thank you. So, uh, character customization. Well? Literally, I was just trying to think of something that happens in both the recent Pokemon games and Overwatch. Because that's all I play. Because yeah. I, I don't have a PC. Not yet. We're working on it. Maybe. I don't know. It's expensive. Well, yeah. So, I guess let's start with some older examples of games with character customization. Like, I guess everything Bethesda has ever made. Bethesda RPGs, though. So glitchy. Honestly, Fallout 4 would have been a great game. The story was pretty solid. Except for the they just glitched all the time. Yeah. Like, honestly, I had to kill myself three times because I glitched and couldn't move within an hour. That's really bad. My favorite glitch with Fallout 4 was the door glitch, where people will go into a door and that forgets how to door for a couple seconds. <laughs> so it's just sitting there open, and you're like, can I door? <laughs> Is that a thing I'm allowed to do, or just... Pick? Uh, yeah. But Fallout 4 actually taught me how to pick a lock, so... It's actually very similar to what they do in Fallout 4. I don't even remember Fallout 4's lockpick game. You put the little bobby pin in the lock, and you have a screwdriver, and you turn the bobby pin, 
until a certain angle, and then it oh, turns. Okay. Which is actually how you pick a lock. Fun facts, kids! How to break a law! <laughs> Honestly, though, unless I'm playing a game that I'm going to be playing often, I don't customize my character that much. Like, honestly, for I, I literally changed the hair color to brown in Fallout 4, and the eye color to brown, mm. and the height to 5'9", unless you can't see what I did that in my head. But yeah, it, like, I don't really do much in character customization. I think it's a pointless thing to have. It is, for the most part, but it can also be a helpful tool to make your character more the way you want them to be. I was going to say more like you, and then I remembered that my character in Moon is not at all like me. And then you remembered I have a very generic face. Thank you. It's wonderful. I think character customization is pretty topical since uh, we're looking at getting that D&D game together, and D&D is kind of infamous for its detailed character customization. I've never played D&D before, so... Oh, yeah. I played, like, one campaign. But now, yeah... It's very interesting. Of course, my big thing to talk about was whether or not character customization actually affects gameplay. And the simple answer is sometimes, but obviously I, I, it's... I've never played a game where my character's appearance has altered a way an event is going. Obviously not programming-wise, but, like, have you ever played differently because of what your character was wearing? No. Because, I mean, when I play as Reaper, I suck either way, so I can't be a dick. I think sometimes it does, but not frequently. No. I think what I would like, and I know, I'm pretty sure at least, video like video game coding technology has not gotten far enough. Maybe. But do you know where I'm going with this? I have no idea. I would but love to hear it, though. You customize your character the way you want it to look, and then, like, that actually can affect different aspects of the actual story of the game. Or, like, not the story of the game, but how you're viewed by NPCs. Like, how Telltale, it's like, oh, actually, don't remember that. You can do that in Fallout New Vegas, kind of. Like, if you're wearing a certain gang's clothing then you'll have a better standing with that gang, and you'll have a worse standing with all of their enemies. And so what you're actually wearing does affect how different factions look at you. Another thing with this topic of does your character's look affect gameplay is do other people judge your playstyle based on what you're wearing? I mean, like, in Overwatch. So, like, in Overwatch, yeah. yeah. If you're wearing a legendary skin, then people are going to naturally think you're better, whether you actually are or not. Well, you see, here's the problem. I don't actually care enough about the skins, usually, to tell... Wait, which one's legendary again? Yeah. So, I mean, like, I like the skins in Overwatch, but the only time I really care is if it's a skin I really want and don't have, or we're wearing the same skin. Because, like, my Roadhog skin is the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer skin, and it's great. The, I've heard many good things. Like, I have Anna's Black Watch skin, the Jack Morrison skin, 76, and the Reyes skin for Reaper. Because I just, I kind of like that original part that popped up in, the, like, the kind of the lore type stuff that's not really been talked about much yet, really. 
Yeah, and that's I, that's an interesting thing with Overwatch is that all their skins and stuff have meanings in the lore. But we haven't gotten to all of them yet. That's true. But um, I'm really kind of hoping that at some point, even if it's a paid DLC, they launch a co-op story mode. Yeah, that would be pretty neat. Sort of like what they did with TF2 and the man versus machine. And honestly, this is probably just going to get into us talking about the differences between TF2 and Overwatch for a minute. Because I have played quite a bit of TF2. I've never played TF2. Of course. (laughs) You should advertise your radio show quick. Uh, If anyone would like to hear me and my friend argue about sports and others' tangents and stuff... We're on 4 to 6 p.m. on Tuesdays on falconradio.org. Or if you have a fancy HD, we're 88.1 HD to Bowling Green, Ohio. Neat. So, in Team Fortress 2, your character's aesthetic items, they actually have stats, which they always balance them ahead of time. So you have, like... Something has a slower reload speed, but it has a higher rate of fire or whatever. I was going to tie this in with Pokemon. I don't remember uh, how. Oh. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about character customization in Pokemon. That's it's probably a, li- a really weird transition, because I don't know what we were talking I mean, about before. Neither do I. Uh, going off on tangents is very entertaining, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you should listen to my radio show sometime. That happens a lot. Yeah. That's why we edit this heavily. I mean, there's definitely no editing. You just you just winked at a microphone. I did. Character customization in Pokemon. How how much of it did you what, end up doing? Hmm? How much of that did you end up doing? I think I chose you? a hat or something. So definitely a lot less than I did. I mean, I I think it's more of a response to like the whole the one person that said they're going to boycott Pokemon because it only offers a male and female option, and now they don't do that. That's e- true. Even though. There is a suspected canon transgender in Pokemon. Was it? It was either X or Y or black or like black and white too. I don't remember. I'll show you. Was I'll... it one of the gym leaders? No, it was just like a random NPC. It was just a random person you battled. But no, it's like the translation in Japanese from Japanese to English oh, translate. Well, yeah. It, it, like, a year ago, I used to be a dancer or something in like, medical science advanced as far, but it was like, a year ago, I was a baseball player or something like that. Oh, okay. I'll have to find the video and show it to you, but I mean, it was kind of weird. The uh, meme the meme of Oak saying, now, are you a boy or a girl? And it's the Apache a- attack helicopter. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> yes. Uh, just, is... just for the record, like, I, I mean no disrespect for any, like anyone about anything with this there's just certain memes with pokemon that are great for this mm-hmm. you're gonna go see lego batman Probably. right yeah you should have me back and we can talk about lego batman on the podcast all right you even though like you'd be in for that right Hold yeah on. lego batman all right <laughs> i need to get a sound profile so i can Oh, it is called the jaunty discussion of video games and the like. I mean, that would be a pretty good talking point if we start talking about. So, I mean, uh, then you could go back and talk about the Lego Batman video games. Yes, and how they from I haven't actually played the Lego Batman games. We should get on that. You didn't do a lot of 
uh, character customization in Pokemon. I did, however. In fact, in, uh, I think, why I decided to RP that my character became a fashion model after beating the Elite Four, and it was a weird time. Not sure how I feel about that. High school was weird, man. High school was I weird. mean, so was college. But oh, yeah, college is weird. So in Moon, I did do a lot of character customization, and for a while I was playing as though my character was a hipster, because she had the the big dorky glasses and a weird haircut, and I don't know... I don't know how it ended up like that. Boy! Yes. But I just kept doing that for a while, and then eventually she got out of that phase. <laughs> it... I get really into Pokemon, guys. So do I. Everyone gets into Pokemon. That's why Pokemon Go was a big thing for three months. Two months. Three I don't weeks. know what you're talking about. I still play Pokemon Go. Speaking of character customization, Watch Dogs 2 is, like, or actually, let's say original Watch Dogs here. Oh, God, original Watch Dogs like, makes me want to die. It, it was a solid, it was a solid game. Yeah, but the pre-purchase BS... Yeah. We'll talk about pre-orders some other time, because but, there no, are a whole bunch of bullshit that we need to get I into. I was like, I really like the game. I played it through it twice. That's the only game I've ever played through twice, except a Pokemon game. But I am legitimately embarrassed by the number of games that I've played through twice in single sittings. In single sittings? Oh. Okay. Okay, <laughs> so when I got... Um, this is a side thing... When I got Infamous Second Son, when I got that game, I played through it uh, once and did an evil run, and then once and did a good run, over the course of two consecutive days. Okay. <laughs> or no, no, that's right, there was a day in between because I couldn't go that long without sleep. Back to the story about Watch Dogs. I think it came out sophomore year of high school, is that right? That sounds about right. Soph- so that's when that was still... That's when I came out. Maybe it was... Yeah, anyway, it was sophomore yeah. year. Okay. So I've I played through it. Took me a ridiculously long time to beat it because I don't spend a lot of time on video games. I but I beat Watch Dogs two in three weeks. What I mean, I'm in college and I have classes and other stuff. So true. That was when I was still like, oh, camo is still cool. <laughs> so I bought the cam. So I I actually killed people just so I could get the money to buy this stupid camo jacket. I didn't think killing people in Watch Dogs gave you money. The bad guys. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I would, like... And then, like, the second time around, I'm just like, I could beat this game so much faster if I just get all the money I can and then get the silence, silenced pistol and silenced SMG. I was kind of hoping, well, let's see here, there's a lot of parks in Chicago, so if I get camo, the police won't be able to find me. And that's kind of an aspect I like to see worked in. Like, if you're wearing a certain thing, you can bl- blend in easier, and it's harder for, like, your... Please to find you, because that'd be cool in, like, Watch Dogs, GTA... I think there's a system with that in I think, uh, L.A. Noir, where there are actually suits that they ignore you. I think it was kind of a thing in Assassin's Creed Unity, because you can disappear into the crowd. I never played it. You could, you, you could throw a pack of money on the ground, and then all the, well, pe- all the like, people rioting in the streets during the French Revolution were coming out and, like... Character customization in Assassin's Creed has been interesting. We have social media accounts for jaunty discussion. You do? Yeah. Is it a Facebook page? No, actually, because Facebook is terrible. It's YouTube? 
Well, obviously. We, ha- we have YouTube, so we have a Google Plus, technically. Uh, yeah, Google, that's... Google Plus. Oh. Yeah. I remember when they were pushing that ad campaign in high school. In, I don't. don't. Oh. We also have Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, we have, like, a whole tweet. A whole tweet? Mm-hmm. And then we have Patreon, but we have you know if you pay me out if you pay me I'll manage your Twitter account. I mean, no, I keep forgetting whether or not we have things to talk about. See, this is the problem with having created this topic this morning based off of two games because I can't think of any games that really work well on this here topic, like. See, last what week, about like NBA 2K where you make your own basketball player and see, have to I go through? See, I haven't played those games. Oh, is that the one where you can scan your face and it's really, really bad at it? Oh, dude, we missed the obvious one. Mies. Uh, Nintendo. One of these days, we need to just have a discussion about Nintendo, and we need to just explain to them why they need to stop. Nintendo, I love you, but you need to get your shit figured out. Yeah, I think you should uh, make the Switch and then be done. Console-wise. Console, I thought you said make make the Switch, like, just don't do anything else ever again. Yeah. No, they need to do what Sega did and stop making consoles, because they keep flopping, and then they're like... What happened? But they're not. They're popular in Japan. Well, yeah, but they're still massive financial flops. I don't know. I think Switch is going to turn around, I think, for them. Maybe. We're going to discuss the Switch later. So Shovel Knight has a whole bunch of cheat codes that are activated by inputting your name as something different. And uh, they do a whole bunch of things... Like, they just replace random words with but. I think there are some that change how you look, but I don't know. Rocket League has character customization, weirdly enough. I've never played Rocket League. We are going to fix that. I once played Rocket League, but actually played Rocket League. If we have time after this, we can play a couple rounds. Does Assassin's Creed have customization? No. Actually. Yeah, Unity does. It was such a glitchy game, though. Oh, that's right, because they had to take the time to staple boobs onto a character because all the feminists got triggered. Uh, Um, I apologize, triggered feminists, but you did kind of ruin the game. So in Borderlands 1, every character had three different color slots, and you could just change the colors. And that was all the customization you had. Well, you could rename your character, but it didn't have any effect on gameplay whatsoever. But, in Borderlands 2, uh, you have heads and skins and all sorts of weird stuff, and it actually gives you customization. I just thought... I don't remember if it affects gameplay at all, though. Alright. Okay, so, like, people playing uh, RPGs that are not worrying about how their character looks at all, and just, like, putting on... mixing and matching everything... So they have great defense and offensive stats. Oh, jeez. Like that? Oh, man. I just remembered me playing Dark Souls 1 where I would just put on the strongest armor and carry the strongest weapon without any regard for weight. That rolls all the way. Have you ever played Dark Souls? You do not want to fat roll. It is bad for your health.
We were just sort of going through the collection of games. Minecraft has character customization. It kind of kind of does. I am currently made of Tetris blocks in Minecraft. Nice. If you guys uh, ever want to play Minecraft, just HMU. See, and the reason that not a lot of games have character customization, and I've discovered this very takes much, so much time. It takes so much programming. <sighs> so, like, all I want to do is I want to have different like shirts and pants and hair and eye colors. But I still have to make layers upon layers of images, and I still have to have a way of compiling all of those images into a solid object, and it just, it takes so much programming. And that's why I'm always so impressed by, like, games that have big systems. That just reminded me, when I was playing Watch Dogs 2, I saw two NPCs walking next to each other on the sidewalk with the same face. Oh. Uh, <laughs> also, there's a transgender character in Watch Dogs 2. Alright. It's a city council woman. Neat. It's actually a really good game. I would recommend it. I actually do want to check it out. I think it's interesting that there are some games that have relationship systems that also prevent certain types of relationships. Because when you think about it, that takes more coding. Like, you... You could just not do anything if there's, like, two women or two men and any combination in between. But, like, there are programmers who specifically have to write, no, you can't do that. That's not how it works. I'm scrolling through my games looking at things. Well, there's an interesting one that we could talk about for a minute. There's Downwell, in which you don't customize your character, you customize the world around them. So, like, all you can do is change the color scheme. I tap that. Yeah, it's a pretty fun game. I highly recommend it. 10 out of 10. very addictive. Have you played it? No. Have I played most of the games you've played? How big is your Steam library? Right now, uh... 747. Do you know how big mine is? Hey, look, mine's an airplane zero. Yeah. What I really find weird is when there's customization in first-person games, because you can't see it. So, like, Bethesda RPGs are a good example, because 90% of their players only ever see them from a first-person perspective. I played third-person. I mean... I prefer third-person for games like that. Yeah, there are some people that do. I do not. But, I mean, like, Watch Dogs is a third-person Weirdly, I think think the Elder Scrolls series works better in third-person, but... Um, Fallout does not. But, um, if it's a first-person, like, online game, like Overwatch, yeah. Because, I mean, you might not be seeing your skin, but everyone else is seeing your skin. And I kind of like that customization aspect that they can tell, like, before they change it so you can't have two more than one of the character on a quick play match. Like, you could be able to tell, wait. Which is the symmetry that threw me off the side of the map, and which is the semester that's actually giving me shields? LOL, Symmetra's though. Symmetra. Uh, and I just thought of another interesting point here that is... Well, I'm not going to say what game it is because I'm embarrassed that I've been playing it, but uh, there is a game that I have where you don't have a character, you just click on things, 
but you can customize the other characters in the game who you affect, which is weird. And we can talk about that game after we turn off the podcast and we go off the record. I think it's weird when there are games that have customization for a set character, just because, like, you can't necessarily say whether or not that is a way that the character would dress. Like, the chicken suit in Hitman. I don't know. See, that's the problem. We didn't, like, on one specific developer or publisher. Bethesda? Bethesda. We did talk a lot about Bethesda. And Ubisoft, but... Well, yeah, but we spent most of last week on Ubisoft. There's an Easter egg in Watch Dogs 2 telling people not to buy Ubisoft stock. Kind of a joke. That's actually probably good advice. It is. Because, as we'll talk about next week, Ubisoft keeps making the same game. The same game. The same game. The same game. The same... Obtuse Audio. Obtuse Audio.